And we're back, Homeschool, episode 40, the podcast where me and Andrew Rivers, uh, Andrew Rivers and I uh, do monologue jokes while a comedian guest laughs at us or boos us or does whatever they want. And then we talk about our lives and what's going on in our lives, stand-up comedy in the world, but mostly stand-up comedy in the world because we don't really have any lives. Uh, We're excited to welcome this week uh, with new special out uh, all over. I mean, you released Danny Jollis, everybody. Hey, Danny Jollis. Hey, thank you. Your new special is released. I mean, I've been seeing it on Instagram, but uh, it is for free on YouTube. There it is. Yeah. Free on anybody YouTube. can watch it at any time. It is <laughs> that's, a, that's, the, that's the spot to put it. It's Very the only exciting. place to do it. I can't make money, but it's out there. <laughs> I got it, uh, well, I got like 500 bucks for 100,000 views on mine. So that's not bad. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm right. picking up you pennies on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like it will. I also like did it with a production company and like and there was yeah. a distributor so it's like it is truly physically impossible for me to make money All off right. of this thing at this point but i also but it, very much believe youtube is the only place to put it in general that's awesome Fun it's heart. really great very very funny uh so, so definitely check it out and uh do you have any before we get started with our jokes do you have any live dates where people can see you perform you know i'm inching my way back but i i the, yeah. really the thing i tell people is like just watch the specials like watch it. it's called six go. parts if you just type my name into youtube it should be right there and like that is he doesn't have any jokes left so he's not touring for a while <laughs> i mean yeah and then you know if you want me to come to your town let me know that genuinely helps a lot absolutely d-a-n-n-y-j-o-l-l-e-s type Let's it in go. you'll find him uh andrew you going out anywhere um we well, yeah, i'm at tacoma comedy club this weekend with mark norman i think the only show is a 4 p.m saturday with tickets left because uh 25 capacity um and then uh, next week spokane with sam Morell, and then let's uh, go torn with steve there for a little bit in the midwest so ah yeah stop center stuff fun i'll be at the drop comedy in south bend indiana may 7th and 8th uh the night before i'm gonna do a thing in chicago uh, so if you're there, come see me May 13th to 15th, Tacoma Comedy Club with Chad Daniels. Same thing, only a 4 p.m. show uh, available at this point. Uh, come see us live and watch Danny's special. Uh, and now we'll start the jokes. But first, a three-second pause because I don't know how to edit things. My favorite part of every episode. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> The homeschool number 40. This podcast is over the hill, just like Corey, and it's getting uglier every day. Ah, well, I think that's a perfect description of America right now. Uh, get ready for another summer of love. Oh, great. Another Chaz or Chop. Oh, Hang I love on. that. Danny, TV Danny show, has to actually. deal with his fiance. You two talk to each other. <laughs> that's, that's how we normally do it. No, I was talking about the autonomous zone. Ah, yes, the autonomous zone. Ah, well, cops are still killing people, but that's later in the show. Glad I, I came back for that. <laughs> just in, just you you might want to wait a couple more jokes. Following. All I came back to was cops are killing people. There we go. Let's go. Oh, man. Well, it's following a nationwide shift in attitude. Manhattan District Attorney is no longer going to prosecute prostitution cases, repealing a law known as the Walking While Trans Bill. Ah, some more like Summer of Chaz Bono. 
All right. All right. <laughs> well, speaking of Summer of Love, Burning Man, the festival where you can get chlamydia from a bong slash dildo, is looking at requiring proof of vaccination in order to attend this summer, which is pissing those people off who like Burning Man but don't want to put random drugs in their body, you know? Yeah, it's really it's a <laughs> small demographic, just a few <laughs> bad apples. Uh, that's what they use to smoke the drugs out of, bad apples. Um, well, Andrew... <laughs> Looks like those cities that boarded up all their windows this week did it for nothing. Turns out if you just don't let a murder suspect walk free, nobody will riot. Seems pretty simple, I guess. Yeah, America's buttholes tightened all over the country as Derek Chauvin verdict was being read. And despite a convincing argument from the defense that George Floyd might have died from the car exhaust, Chauvin was still found guilty on all charges. (laughs) Was it the cop's car still? Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> no, he's still liable, I think. <laughs> Stop shoving his face Your into the car. tailpipe. <laughs> that was such a bold strategy. I was it impressed was. with the with the balls of a yeah. lawyer to be like. The audacity. <laughs> to be like, yes, he's choking him. But what if I told you there's something else <laughs> kind of in the proximity that could have done it? And that's their best argument they came up with. And they didn't take a plea. Blew my mind. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, well, we all know one bull- butthole that will be loose soon uh, in jail, <laughs> but uh, maybe they're choking him so they, maybe, you know what? Maybe they were choking him so he wouldn't breathe in the car exhaust. Uh, police are pretty thoughtful, actually. Good, A <laughs> lot of good apples. Yeah. I, I bet if there wasn't video, it would have been ruled a suicide. <laughs> right. Flags in Idaho are actually at half mass because of the verdict. Um, oh. In other news, come see me in Moscow, Idaho, this Saturday. Uh, that half mass thing was something I put in my rider, actually. Well, you hopefully find a lady to bring you to full mast, but uh, don't wear your full mask in Idaho. You gotta <laughs> keep it under your nose. <laughs> what was that one? I don't know. Man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Last minute. <laughs> Not all of them work out well, but. Uh... <laughs> Masks are prohibited in Idaho, actually. Uh, and as of last week, 21 states have officially ended all mask mandates. 21. That's nothing to sneeze at. Mm. Sneezing <laughs> at someone is a hate crime still, so be careful. Not in Idaho. Uh, a third of Americans say laundry is the highlight of their week uh, because now they finally have clean socks to jerk off into. Oh, all right. Well, I call that sneezing in my panties. I just just love the pause. My favorite part is the pauses after every one of these. (laughs) Sneezing in my panties. People at home to laugh. Yeah, Yeah, of course. No, of course. There's rockets applause. They got to hit 15 seconds back, you know, when they can miss the next joke. What was that great joke? Not this podcast. We'll let it sink in. (laughs) Sneezing my what? That was amazing. (laughs) Well... Some states aren't ready to commit to convicting murderers. So Florida has passed a bill that a group of more than three people engaging in violent or disorderly conduct is considered a riot. Uh, have you been to the comedy club in Naples? Drunk and disorderly is most of the audiences I perform to. <laughs> well, less than three is most audiences I perform to. Well, you're, you're going to be safe. So you can't protest. But what about the Constitution, right? That's the First Amendment that comes right before the second one. The founding fathers would have been considered a riot. I saw the movie. There was 12 angry men. <laughs> the bill also grants immunity <laughs> to drivers who run over people in fear of a riot. 
Man, I can't wait to get pulled over what? again. <laughs> Officer. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's true. Officer. Yeah, I was, <laughs> it's like, I it, think is, it's yeah, true. It is true. It's, Andrew it's, confirms. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Oklahoma, I didn't the Florida. Movie. They do all this stuff. Oh, man. Well, if I get pulled over, no, I'm going to say, Officer, I was driving drunk, but on the sidewalk to stop the riots. Yeah. I hit all those people because they were rioting. <laughs> that was a tourist. Uh, that was a bus stop, Corey. Ah, well. I guess the argument that if we ban uh, guns, we should ban cars is getting some legs. Uh, and wheels. <laughs> Don't pause. <laughs> <laughs> wait for Danny to We're not waiting for, shit. Not waiting I, for laughter. Wait for you to talk I shit. feel terrible. <laughs> I feel like I'm a bad audience member. No, no. Let, it be, let it be known. I used to send these in. I used to like do like late night packets. And the opening was always monologue jokes. I cannot write what you guys like. I cannot write them. You guys know my comedy. It's all long, like long yeah, stuff. Yeah. Right, right, I would right. literally turn these in. Your whole special would, like, was just six jokes. It, well, I mean, it uh, legitimately kind of is. And yeah. it's like, look, there's like two or three per section, but it's like, but like, it, and so I like would, <laughs> I would send them in and I'd be like, literally, please don't read these. I'm begging <laughs> you. Like I tell my reps, I'm like, please don't look at them. They're bad. I know they're bad. I cannot write what you guys write. <laughs> Well, well uh, no one likes these either. I've sent in a lot of packets, so uh, <laughs> so I'm right there with you. But uh, yeah, I think we're expecting too much from these police officers. You know, a, a cop in Chicago shot a 13 year old boy 0.8 seconds after he dropped a gun and turned around with it. Maybe they don't like it because all I do is talk about uh, cops. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, I wonder why I'm not writing for Fallon. Uh, <laughs> Uh, 0.8 seconds is the time it takes for a fastball to reach home plate. Are we, are we expecting cops to be better than professional athletes? All right. Yeah. Hey, Babe Ruth also had a diet of mostly donuts and alcohol, and he could spot the rotation of the seams on a baseball. What's wrong with cops these days? Yeah. Well, the babe was only right 34% of the time. It's not good enough with bullets. Mm, yeah. Anyway, so this cop in Columbus, Ohio shot. Jesus, more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try to write jokes really... about trending topics, and the only thing that trends anymore is police body camera footage. So, <laughs> right. I mean, it is sad, but there's a lot of it. But you know, you're definitely hitting it hard. I would say we've been on. <laughs> <laughs> just, try, just try to just try to make sense of it all, you know. Let's see. Only, <laughs> only me and eight, Sam Harris. Only eight minutes more of them. Uh, anyway. <laughs> well, this uh, this cop shot and killed a 16 year old girl after she charged another girl with a knife. Ah, well, with the rigorous training they go through, the cop should have just shot the knife out of her hand instead, or maybe cracked it out of her hand with a whip like Indiana Jones. Yeah, well, if you freeze frame the video and spend five minutes that the police officer didn't have, it's obvious that when she tackled the other girl and tried to stab her, he should have just jumped on her, held her down, and calmly restrained her until she came to her senses. How difficult is this? Policing is so easy. <laughs> Well, I'm no Bill Maher, but I do have a new rule. Don't call the cops if you don't want them using a gun. That's all they've been trained to do is shoot. Right. What's the old analogy? Like if the only tool you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Yeah, yeah I get that. Like if uh, all you have is a penis, everything looks like a vagina, right? Like, uh, <laughs> microwave banana peel or warm apple pie or a kumquat. <laughs> Did you guys actually do that? I always thought that was a, that's an urban myth. <laughs> I've, I, every time I, I see that in a movie deal. or referenced, I'm always like, are guys doing that? I don't think that's real. I don't think anybody's actually doing that. Did you I guys do only that? did uh, couch cushions. Yeah. 
that's the only one I did. And my at my buddy's house, I remember once. Uh, what an awful person! <laughs> I, <did. laughs> I know, right? Where was he? Uh, uh, he's I I think he died. Uh, but uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, not connected. Uh, <laughs> he got stuck to a couch cushion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> couldn't get out. Uh, no, I think it's a myth. I never did that. Uh, I just yeah, it's, it's a myth. Good old, uh, just good old hand. I don't even in adulthood. I've never even used like the pocket uh, uh, pussy or whatever. I, I've never even. Yeah, you know, I shouldn't say never even, but like I don't know anybody who's ever had one of those. I don't know. They they're talked about all the time. They're re- this is like a comedic thing. I like find very Flesh like the re- this yeah. is referenced all the time in comedy. Yeah, it's like flashlights and like pies and all this stuff. And I'm always right, like. Right. Yeah, but has anybody here ever done this? Like, what right. is this reference we're all making? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did Nobody it cares. start? Nobody Where did cares. it start? How'd this happen? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if, a, I, uh, first of all, I don't know if I could fit in the banana peel, you know oh, what I mean? Okay. Oh, but, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, you need, you're too big. You need a plantain. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. All right, fruit jokes. Uh, well, happy Earth Day. Corey's uh, working on his compost pile. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> we just talked for four minutes about how this is not a thing. Well, anyway, there's a lot of banana peels <laughs> at my house. Just looking like Mario Kart over here. Comedy uh, comes from truth. Comedy don't... comes from truth. I just <laughs> just want to tell you that. Just remind you of that. Well, first. the cum post bio is true. Uh, don't slip on the banana <laughs> peels at my house or the cum. <laughs> yeah, in honor of Earth, Corey has been reusing his jokes from four years ago for corporate gigs. Well, you want me to bomb with jokes I still feel good about? <laughs> I'm using the. Uh, my favorite part of the Green New Deal is where they reduce, reuse, and refund the police. All right, that's enough. <laughs> <Peace>. <laughs> <laughs> well, things on Earth are looking bleak, but exciting news from the Red Planet. Ah, uh, which one's the Red Planet? It's Mars. How do you not know that? Uh, I don't see color. Uh, make a good police officer. <laughs> <laughs> With a new camera on the Mars rover is so powerful, it can spot a fly the length of a soccer field away. It's crazy. Well, how about the seams of a baseball or an empty hand with no gun in it? Yeah, they're working on that. They have a new robot dog in New York City. Everyone was like, defund the police. NYPD is like, great. We don't have to pay robots to kill you. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, still some kinks to work out, though, with the dog. Uh, unfortunately, it won't stop barking at black people. Uh, shouldn't have made it a white terrier. I felt like there should have been a vote on that police dog. That thing just yeah. showed up one day. I was like, that yeah. feels like we should have had like a vote on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like legislation that should have been. Yeah, that feels like someone should have been informed. It should just, just show up. up one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was blown away when I saw it. I was like, I should have been in on this, right? We should have had a conversation as a country about this before we had yeah, the robot dogs. Or at least like a demonstration video. I like yeah. trying to find out information on like what it does and what it, and they're like, just go in that building before us. And I'm like, well, yeah, okay. Because they've always had robots that deal with the bombs, but it's like, that makes sense. Sure. I'd right. vote yes for that. Right. That makes total sense. But the dogs is just like, what are we doing here? What is this? Bomb sniffing dog. Is Nobody it? But it isn't about get... bombs, is it? <laughs> no, it's no, not for bombs so. at all. See? No, they use real no. dogs for that. <laughs> Nobody ever gets mad at a dog, so we'll just have them do all the shit. <laughs> we yeah. to. Uh, well, the dog is black and white. It's a Dalmatian. Ah, uh, okay. Trouble. Um, <laughs> love when you slide back in. 
I, you know, <laughs> love the slide back well, in. Like, <laughs> the joke we wrote won't work. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, according to a new study, the pandemic work from home boom brought a 5% raise in productivity, mostly from uh, commuting no fucking way. and not having to talk to Cheryl for 45 minutes at the water cooler. I also like 5%. Like, that's so immeasurable. Like, yeah. it's, it, was, it had a plus or minus 7% error. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like, I study political science in college. This is fun. And again, I continue to not make these funny, but I do bring in my little interesting oh, tidbitsies. Um, but I study political science in college. That's what I don't major in. And they're like, the first thing they teach you is how easy it is to manipulate a study. It is like uh, so easy to manipulate a study based on what you want it to say. Yeah. There is no fucking chance in hell people are more productive because of this. Yeah. No way. Well, they there. say cut out uh, like, you know, 45 minutes of commuting each way and whatever. Yeah, but what about the rest of it? I mean, what about the rest <laughs> of the time? The commute is the only thing you could maybe When you're get not sexually on. harassing your uh, employees sure. and when you're not, uh, you know. You don't have to sneak off to the bathroom to jerk off. You can just do it at home in the middle. Of we the don't zoo. have real jobs, but I watched my fiance work and it's like, there's no way. She's <laughs> I didn't work during this, but I watched that fiance. Well, we know one thing is true. Americans are all now eligible for the vaccine ages 16 and up. Just how Matt Gates likes them, huh? But demand is dropping for the first time. Uh, vaccinations are actually going down 11%. Yeah, now that everyone is eligible, it's no longer cool to get a vaccine. So mm. how do we vaccinate these hipsters? We just got to give out free shots at Hot Topic. I don't know. Next time she tries to get her septum pierced at Claire's, you're going to demand a vaccine passport or maybe just put the vaccine in the piercing needle. Uh, black and native populations are still skeptical about the vaccine and offering free blankets didn't seem to ease any of the tension. All right. Uh <laughs> I was yeah. <laughs> watching least. a basketball game last night, if I may come yes, in with please, this. Please. And they were having a, I forget what team it was, but they were having like a vaccination event. Uh, and I was like, I was like, well, we're desperate. We're officially <laughs> at that place. The basketball teams are having to step in. This is how we got people to vote. It's all shooting on sports. T-shirts, <laughs> shooting t-shirts into the crowd. I used uh, to. Uh, vaccines into your arm. Yeah, that's funny. T-shirt cannon. There was a um uh, back in the day. There was a guy Jay Buner who was bald on the Mariners, and he once a year they would have Buner Buzz Cut Night, where they would give haircuts in the parking lot, and then you get a free <laughs> ticket to the game. It's awesome. So I think we should do that with vaccines. <laughs> I, I I think that's what they're legitimately doing. This one team. Is that, I, I, I thought they're realize. just on camera going, "It's good to get a vaccine." I don't no, know. No, they're, they're like at. literally like it's an event at the oh. stadium. Come yeah. to the stadium. I don't think you get a free ticket, but I think like they're gonna have like some athletes there, and it's like you get to meet a bunch of the athletes and you get a vaccine. Keep I your mean, needle. I'm a guy on the bench. Uh, <laughs> yeah, get but basketball there. basketball that works. Basketball only has eleven players, so even a guy on the bench, you like kind of know. Yeah, it's like football. There's guys in football who you're like, literally, who are you? But it's like, like that's true. It's a like fullback? basketball. It's like, yeah, like a, yeah, the backup fullback. You're like, <laughs> what? come on, uh, man. Well, I don't you know, maybe they, they need to take this event to the least vaccinated counties in America, which are coincidentally also the counties Trump overwhelmingly won in the election. Uh, I what? bet those, those people are going to experience much more loss in 2021. Bunch of losers. Uh
Danny's gone. Let's skip. To no, the, no, no. He's here. Oh, no, he's here. He just wanted his coffee. Oh, I wanted to keep these jokes I, putting him to sleep. No, I love them. They're so good. I think you've really captured Americana with them. Uh, it's, you know, it's unbelievable. Biden is offering reimbursement for businesses that offer paid time off to people getting their vaccine. Uh, nice try. I'm used to taking paid time off and getting shots as a teacher. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that one mean? I think it means Andrew wrote it and gave it to me. Well, I think you messed <laughs> up. The, uh, you, uh, you know, oh, you blame me when you stutter. Uh, I'm used to taking paid time off for shots. Yeah, that's it. It's for shots. Got it. Because of shots. All right. Hey, sorry, Biden. I've had paid time off all year and I'd like to keep it going. Yeah. More than Andrew, can you Andrew, can you do that joke he just butchered and (laughs) attempt to like make like how do you how did you vision it being said? Uh, more than half of U.S. adults have at least <laughs> one dose of a vaccination, but because kids are not eligible for oh, the he's vaccine, not he's not doing it. <laughs> they're opening it. back up. They're catching it at a higher rate than adults. So if your kid gets sick, make sure you dial one eight seven seven SARS for kids. <laughs> Corey, can you text me? Can you text me that joke so I can attempt it? See if I can fix it for you. See if I can present it. You know, cars for kids, nothing <laughs> on cars for kids, SARS for kids. All right. Oh, he's still, he's still talking about the one I butchered. Uh, I know. I want to. Oh, okay. I want to. <laughs> I want to see if that joke works. I'm curious. All right, we're gonna go send ahead. you the uh, the data sheet here with all the jokes on it. Here I go. Biden is offering reimbursement for businesses that offer paid time off to people getting their vaccine. Uh, I'm used to taking paid time off for shots. <laughs> better andrew and now andrew you do it <laughs> Andrew's I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sticking on this Ear <laughs> uh, spring break let's take spring break let's take a break from uh uh it's over i can't wait to show off my tan i got for my computer uh, computer screen beach screen saver uh just you know tubin's tan lines <laughs> tubin's got tan lines he showed them Waiting for Danny to strip down. Every week, uh, he's stripping our jokes down. Every week, it's spring break when school's on my laptop. I'm watching Girls Gone Wild right now. Uh, could you shut it down? Uh, it was uh, take your kid to work day this week. Uh, unless you work from home, then it was put your kid on a leash in the backyard day. Uh, I don't actually know why we make such a big deal out of working with your kid one day a year. Other countries probably roll their eyes. Like in China, they're like, hey, every day is take your kid to work day. Take your kid to their work day. Send, send your kid to work day. Thanks for the Nikes. <laughs> uh, McDonald's in Florida is offering a $50 signing bonus because they're understaffed and uh, trying to attract new employees. Good luck. I heard Minneapolis Police Department is hiring as well. Go get a job. Are they going to offer the lifetime health insurance you'll need from eating their food? They're like the NFL. Signing bonus when you enter. Good luck staying alive after you leave. Mm, except the NFL won't let you use steroids. And uh, McDonald's just puts it right in the chicken. So, speaking of steroids, our Come guest is with these super bugs <laughs> and he's killing it. He's punching down at our joke. Uh, please welcome uh, hilarious Danny Jollis, everybody. Hey, I feel like I was supportive. You were great. No, it's You're fine. Great. We I'm love it when you, you make fun of us. I'm glad you spoke. Was, a lot of people just I thought there was there. Some- 
<laughs> no, I know. At first, I was really quiet. Well, because at first the jokes were the jokes were great, and I was like, "Well, I don't want to step <laughs> on these jokes." But then at a certain point, I was like, I felt like I was expected to say something, so I was like, yeah, "Okay." Man. But then I do Please. my thing, which is I just get caught up in the news story. <laughs> like wait 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 this is bullshit well yeah, no, each I like do my person little, like, brings stupid... their own unique uh flavor to it that's what we love when i sent in those late night packets my monologue jokes terrible and then i would have like a long piece and it would always be like i would be like put this against anybody my oh, long that's... pieces i was like felt so good about oh that's but, funny mm, my you, monologue jokes you... yeah funny well that's great i agree six parts is the special we talked about uh what was the process of like so we've done don't tell shows and uh they're very very enjoyable really fun they do a great job what how does this all kind of come together so i i knew that because i was like i've become a big believer in i'm always every special i do i wanted to serve the jokes that i'm saying at the time uh, so like, I never, like my thing is I never want to do Danny Jollis live at the whatever. Like I always want it to be a thing or a theme. And so for this one, I was like, you know, yes, I headline on the road. Yes, I do an hour, but the majority of what I do is 10 minute sets. That is the world I live in 99% of the time comedically. So why don't I do a special that highlights? Cause I, cause my hour has you know it kind of ease but you know i'm going you know there, there's transitions there's obvious transitions and i was like when i do 10 minutes i can do 10 i can do six 10 minute chunks where I, there are no transitions like it, it will just flow and so i knew i wanted to do that i spoke to i told uh kyle of don't tell about the idea and he was like we would do that like we would you know you know if you can do it for very little we can just do six of our shows you'll do a long set and we'll do it and it was that quick that it all came together oh wow and then um i mean i've said this on i think every podcast i've done where i'm talking to comics where i talk about this where i'm like for the record no comic should ever do a special the way that we did this special <laughs> this was a suicide i mean we basically did six shows in over two weekends that nobody knew they were attending a special uh we would have two hours to light it, uh, set it up, set up, first off, set it up, uh, light it, yeah, sound wise figured out. Yeah. They're literally not. Yeah. They're businesses. Spaces. Yeah. 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 So it's like in a surf shop in a gym, all these places. So they'd be open for business. We would show up, we'd have like a couple hours. So like every single place had 20 new issues that we had to like slowly figure out. And we would be like figuring it out right until the second the show started. It was chaos. It was every single venue had at oh, least man. one like one like I mean, the art gallery. I remember we literally were talking before I went up and we were like, look, we'll just call it five parts. <laughs> like, we'll just like, it'll just be five parts. It'll be fine. Like we just because we were like, it's never going to work. This isn't going to happen. That one, like oh. nobody showed up to. We had like 20 people in the crowd. Oh, wow. Yeah, my fiance is it, my fiance is very obviously on camera sitting because <laughs> we were trying to like fill it out in different seats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, and then and then you did that six times. So yeah, I, uh, that makes sense that that would be it's chaos, a nightmare. Yeah, the barber shop. Um, it was one of these things. Like the barber shop was our last one, and we were like, we like showed up. We saw the immediate problem, which were there were mirrors behind me. 
so we cut but we figured that out quickly we covered them up with like the smock things oh, that you wow. put on so we covered them up so yeah so if you look behind me there's smocks hung and it's because behind those smocks are mirrors mirrors um oh. And we, but that was our only issue. And it was like our sixth show at that point, we basically, the way we would light everyone is we would just set up one light up top that would go straight down. And then like a couple lights to the side and that's it. Like it was very simple and we did it and we were sound wise. And we were like, we like, you know, an hour before show, we were like, we are, I've never been this prepared. We're, we're a machine. And then, (laughs) and then somebody went to the bathroom and literally you open the door to the bathroom. You just hear like, (laughs) like the loudest and we were like, well, that's a massive problem. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> Nobody can go to the bathroom during the Literally, show. we had to be like, we had to be like, because there during were comics before sets. me, and we had to be like, go to the bathroom now. Go to the bathroom now. At a certain point, we were going to have to shut down the bathroom. And we had to shut down the bathroom. Oh, Keep in wow. mind, nobody there thinks they're at a special. So people very quickly were like, Why? I can't we go to the bathroom. What? <laughs> what are we doing? Like, it was brutal. Nice. Uh, so you didn't tell, you didn't, uh, they didn't know they were coming to a special, but it, they didn't get told while they were there. Well, they knew they were, or... no, they had to, we had like signs up, like you're being recorded. This got is for a thing. It, we got had, it. obviously there were cameras. Like we told them there was a thing. Yeah. I didn't really want them to be like, I kind of love winning over a crowd. That's, and I think that's like a fun part of this special. If you watch as you see me like struggle a little at times Mm -hmm. because the crowd is, or not even struggle. It's like, they're not my friends and family who I've set up one big show after 10 years of doing comedy. It's like, these are real people. So they're not just hopping on board with premises. Yeah. Like, and it's fun. It kind of creates like a nice, like in the moment back and forth. Um, that most specials I don't think have, but also it was hard and people were drunk and dropping things. And that was just a part of it. Uh, that's interesting. Um, wh- what was the challenge of picking, uh, your material each night? Cause I've tried to, f- I've done like some of these tours where I'm like, Oh, I'm doing 15 minutes a night. Why don't I just try to like film a, a thing 15 minutes at a time. But then I always yeah. get to the point where I'm like, ah, this joke has like a, call back to something else or like this one doesn't work in this opening spot or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, so basically what I did was I wrote out the, the chunks and then I had six chunks. And what we did was we were like, all right, we'll do 30 minutes at each show. So I'll do three chunks per show. And so, and the thing I would do is basically I would like, do crowd work, whatever, like, ah, what do you, what do you do? Blah, blah, blah. And then at a certain point, I'd put my head down. I'd like let it get quiet. And then I would start. And I would do that chunk. Once I was in the chunk, I'm in the chunk. And I'd finish it. I'd always close. I never wanted to like end with like, thank you. So I'd always close with like something like, a, like a, did that make sense? Like, what was that? And I'd sort of like go down. And then I'd like do a little crowd work. Like I'd reset, do crowd work, get myself going. Like all of a sudden, like, be very present, head back down, part two, part three. And then each night we would start kind of chit. Like the first night it was like very clear technology pop. So yes, yeah, so yeah. we were like, cross it out. And so the next night it was the new three. And then there was nights like the recording studio was probably the crowd I struggled with the most. I probably went through all six chunks in front of them because I kept bailing on chunks because I was like halfway through. I was like, we're never using that chunk. So I like had to keep going. I, so I probably did all six. It was the final chunk. They like hopped. They like popped for Yeah. What was that one? That was the one that was like love. Um, Mm -hmm. and they, but they were impossible. That crowd, I could not get on board. 
and it was like and it was so hot it was brutal brutal that room was so hot my mic fell off i like had like a body mic and it like just literally sweated off of me uh like it's it's horrible it was wild but we like that was the one but that's how we did it basically was i would be like I'd be like, I wrote out the chunks and then it was like just setting it up and then crossing them off as we go. So it was like showing up places like by the final night being like, yes, I'm going to do some of these other chunks, but we're here for this. Like this chunk has to hit now. Mm. It was exciting. It was a wild ride. It was a wild ride. That's pressure. (laughs) But you delivered, man. I I laughed my ass off. I I loved it. And um, it was was enjoyable the whole way through. Thanks, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. It is uh, very stressful, these YouTube things. Well, what, what are you up to on views? I, I think it was doing really well last time I checked out. Yeah, it. we're at like 25,000, which great. is great. I mean, 10,000 was my number. 10,000 yeah. was like, was like I don't know about, because you, cause you've put a special out on YouTube. Yeah, I just did. I did a pandemic thing, which was like in the middle. I filmed it in October, and it was like. 25 minutes of just coronavirus jokes, like basically taking all these jokes and taking the best mm-hmm. ones. And then, you know, Smart. I got, I got like, uh, it's a funny story. I was supposed to like feature for Tim Dillon. And then like a week before he decided he was bringing his own opener. So then I got demoted to MC. And then like two days before he just canceled. So I got promoted to headliner. And so I was like, <laughs> fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, I was trying to, I was thinking of like, oh, if I'm working with Tim Dillon and I'm doing 20 minutes a night, I can try and film sections of it, you know, like that. But then I was like, well, fucking here we go. So I just threw together like, I mean, the night before I was in Austin, Texas, and I was hoping to get a good like read on the material. And uh, it was just an empty show. And so I was just, you know, swimming upstream. And then the week before, Actually, I'm working on this YouTube video right now, but I got booed off stage almost um, mm. because of like a Trump joke. And because uh, I was in Southern Oregon, there was like a Trump parade outside my hotel. And um, so anyway, but so I wasn't wow. feeling like super confident going into it. And then the day of like, you know, Friday, I I booked the wrong flight somehow. So I. I was going to take like an early flight and get into Oklahoma and like take a nap. And then I couldn't do that. And so then, you know, that was all that week. Oh man. Yeah. And so then stories. like, and then the, the Saturday show, like I was hoping to get it Friday because Saturday was literally Halloween. And, uh, and so, but I knew, like, I thought the crowd reaction was better on Friday, but I messed things up in my head. Cause I was uh, tired from flying and stuff. And so, mm-hmm. I went with the Saturday set, which I thought I delivered better, but the audience didn't like as much. And um, uh, and then I just put it out, you know, but um, it's great. I mean, cold, my cold. thing, I mean, it's very it's very hard to do these things. By the way, when I did Colbert the night before we did Colbert, they set up a show at 10 o'clock at Stand Up New York as like our final like run through. <laughs> and and I remember being like, why are we doing this? Like, this seems like a bad idea but yeah, maybe yeah. i was like i was like but maybe they're throwing together like maybe i mean i heard that out. story you know i mean that's what's you know that story every time of like we'll just do one more set and then it bombs and then you're like oh fuck it was so crazy too because i was so confident in that set and at that point i just was like like i think like actually 
that night, the night before it, I like had set up an eight o'clock show that was like a great show. And it was like my final one. And I literally had such a good set the night before. I was like, I'm just going to do other. I'm actually not going to tell the joke tonight. I don't want to tell it. Like, I'm, I, you know what? I'm, I'm there. I feel it. I don't need to tell it one more time. I got it. I got the stupid joke down. Um, and then they were like, let's do this 10 o'clock show at Stand Up New York. And I was like, all right. And I show up. There's like 15 people in the crowd. And I was, she's like, just do what you're going to do with Colbert, like word for word. And I was doing this one bit. It's one joke. Mm -hmm. And so if you've never done a show for 15 people, the one thing you cannot do is do a long bit. It is like the only thing they won't do. Yeah. And I went up there and ate it so hard with the exact words I was going to use the next night in the biggest night of my life. And it was just like, okay. I remember being like in my head, I remember, I remember, I think I literally finished up being like, well, can't be any worse than that. Thank you. Like, <laughs> like, then the audience is like, what is he? I don't even know what he's talking about. No, were they you were nervous they were, for the taping after that. Were you, did that you know, play into it at yeah. all? Yeah. I mean, I was, I was, yeah. and that, that didn't play in. It's, um, have you guys done late night? I have not. No. Oh, you both are going to do it. It's going to be so great. But when you do it, the thing I tell everybody about it is I'm like, what they don't tell you about ahead of time is that you are going to get more emotional than you ever thought was possible. Like, I can imagine that, yeah. Like, it hits you really hard. Mm. So my big fear was like, I woke up that morning, and I was like, let's do a visual through in the shower. Did it. Halfway through the set, I'm like really putting myself there. I'd been to the stage before, so I knew what it looked like. I'd done like all the research. So I knew exactly what it was going to look like. And I was doing it and I was doing my set and I was like, oh, my dad's up there. And I looked in my head up to where my dad was and I started to cry in the shower. <laughs> and I was like, big problem. We have yeah, a do that on stage. <laughs> like, that What's out. worse than bombing on late night? <laughs> crying in the middle of it. I was like, oh no. And so I like, I remember like went to my girlfriend. I was like, what do I do? I was like, we have a new issue. I'm like very emotional. I was like, this is not good. Nobody told me it'd be like that. And so I remember being so nervous for so many reasons. Cause one, I bombed the night before two, there's a chance I cry three. <laughs> like, obviously the reason I'm thinking about crying is cause I'm like very heightened emotionally. Right. It was, it, I mean, I was so nervous. I did the thing so embarrassing before I went out. I was like, all of a sudden my mouth got super dry and I was like, I need water. And like a bunch of PAs were like, he needs a water, get him a water. And I was like, this is so embarrassing. I water. Like, <laughs> so humiliated. And then I went up there, literally went completely calm. Like they handed me, the, it's why you do 10, 10 million cents. Like yeah, they yeah. handed me the mic, everything went completely calm. I, time was so slow up there. I was so present. I remember like, I remember literally at one point during my set, you can see it. I look up cause they're laughing. I look up and the lights change on the ceiling at the Ed Sullivan theater. Oh yeah. Did yeah. you know? I didn't know. The lights just change randomly. And I literally was like, you can see in my head, I go, wow, that's really cool. Lights huh, change. Cool. And then I looked down and, and in my head, I go, well, you are wildly calm right now, buddy. That is wild. <laughs> we're doing real cocky <laughs> right here. Like, whoa, baby. Like, let's stay focused a little. Right. Um, had time in my life. Uh, ended, closed, felt confident. No tears, nothing. Walk off stage, hand the guy the mic, immediately bald. And like, could not stop crying. 
the entire like like the booker jessica pilot who's the best she like saw me and she was like it went well and i was like no i know it's different i don't know what's happening like, kind of. i don't know either because she was like you know she particularly after the night before she was like i remember her being like that was great and i was like yeah no i tried to tell you that like i do i, I told you I felt confident. <laughs> like i cried so much i cried for oh, days wow. i like could not stop crying so that's pretty cool that's great um it was wild I uh, I I cry when uh, uh, parents are reunited with their uh, parents who are in the military reunite with their kids, and that's it. Ugh, so, the dogs more so. Yes. Dogs are the ones that hit the me dogs, way harder. Yeah, those ones. Yeah. But I just nothing else makes me cry. But I guarantee you. Oh, would, buddy, I got a couple uh, YouTube. I got a couple. I can send. He's got a playlist. <laughs> oh, you ever watch? Uh, you ever watch uh, kids surprising their stepdads with adoption papers? God, I like that stuff. That'll yeah. Do it oh, yeah. That'll hit you hard. That'll do it to me. Do you see this little kid that uh, created an, uh, a carnival at his dad's, like rental? That's ah, so good. I, I can't. I can't think of the name of it, but I'll find it. We'll we'll exchange. Oh, I'm happy to. Kids <laughs> surprising dad. Seeing a dad breakdown is like always Oof. hits me so hard. Oof. Just like a four, just like a guy in his sixties, like beer gut, just like. Yeah, you, know, you could tell just tough as nails, but also clearly like a wonderful dude. Right. Who's like these adopted kids, like, you know, clearly is like adopted this kid, like been great. And then like this kid surprised him. You just see them break like 20 years of not crying. Just like he just lets out and ugh, brutal. Brutal. Yeah. Can't recommend it enough. There's <laughs> always a moment they get it and they're always reading it. They're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> is it official form that says adoption of it's <laughs> like, like oh no so good it's the great it's this like uh guy the misdirection of comedy even of like that's oh. what makes something so great is the misdirection of it yeah um, someone's so tough looking just immediately being like oh, like, oh i get it buddy <laughs> so those were uh uh those shows you did were all well some were indoor they weren't all outdoor right none of them were they, it was pre-covid it was pre-covid pre-covid yeah okay I'm not trying to. <laughs> so those were uh, masked and indoors. Yeah, there. Uh, let's talk about it. Uh, you just uh, murdered people for your special. Uh, zero Make reference to anything uh... going on in the world. Uh, Did you? True story. We had to change the order like a month before it came out, because and this is why it's good to be tight with your editor slash director. Mm -hmm. Gordy Earl was who uh, edited this, and he directed alongside Brad Silnitzer, and he. Um, he called me like a month before it came out and he was like, Hey man, I'm so sorry, but can I give you a note on the special? And I was like, we are locked, but sure. Yeah. Like, but what? And he was like the opening words. It was used to be the gym was the first one. And the opening line of gyms is I go, this is a wild time, man. Like social media what's going on. And he was like, for you to say wild time <laughs> as your first words. And then wild. the next words not be COVID is uh -huh. insane. And it's distracting. And he was like, flip it with surf shop because you just open normal. And we did. And it was like totally his suggestion. Huge uh, last wow. minute suggestion. Did you resist it at first or did you go, oh, yeah, you're right. I was I was like, let me think about I, I right. I'm a big let me think. I try not to react in the moment to like any piece of information ever. Right. Um, like with anything I book, anything, I'm always like, talk to me tomorrow if this is still happening. Like right, right. I try not to get excited because I've just had my heart broken so many times in this town. 
Um, so like with this, it was like same thing. Me being like interesting. Um, it's a good point. Let me l- let me think about it. And I called a couple of people, and they were like, "Oh yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you nuts?" And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And I called them back, and I was like, "Thank thank you so much. Like, yeah, you just saved it. Switch it. Flip it. Flip it." Flip the whole thing. And so you Flip held it. on to it for like over a year. Yeah, man. We uh we held it for a while. We like basically it was finished editing. So we film it, COVID hits, but we're editing it. And of course, you know, throughout you forget those first three months of COVID, we just kept being like two more weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it was like, all right, no, nobody was panicked. Like in our mind, it was like it's gonna come out, you know, once we finish editing in July. Then we had issues because there are some distribution models for specials that uh, boggle my mind and are uh, crazy. And so we had a couple companies that wanted to distribute this and I was excited to work with said companies. And then they would send me their distribution model and I'd be like, what are we doing here? Um, They are just swallowing up specials and chucking them on platforms. Nobody watches and I don't like it. And it's for no money and you get no say on anything. And so I was, uh, but my reps wanted me to do that. So I was like, no, I don't want to. Like once Netflix said, no, I was like, what are we doing here? Let's just put it on YouTube. And then thank God, 800 pound gorilla came along and they were really, they were the ones who were like, yeah, it's your special. We'll put it wherever you want it to go. You won't make as much money, but you know, like they were understanding, um, and treated me like a human and, uh, and I'm very grateful for them. So they, so we did that, right? So we finished that. It's like July. We're like, all right, we know what's happening. Then at that point, Black Lives Matter hits. I'm like, not a good time. Not coming out right now. No chance. Then we're starting to get close to the election. I'm like, I don't want a part of this election. I don't want to be anywhere near this election. This thing is going to be hell. It's hellfire. We have hundreds of thousands of people dying. <laughs> like, and we're about to have the most intense election of all time against a monster. So yeah, I did jokes at a surf shop though. Anybody want to? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I'm not doing right. anything until this election's over. Yeah. So we were well, like, the election we'll... lasted like eight months. <laughs> so then, so then literally I was like, so we'll do it December. We had like set a December date and then uh, November and 7th, then Georgia's he's... coming up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then November 7th, he's like, I did win. And everybody's like, he for sure did it. And I was like, Push it till the inauguration. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like where this and is gonna January. be January seventh. We're gonna put the spell. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I mean, I knew, I knew that was gonna happen. Like, I, I called think that everyone was kind of like, this is the most believable, unbelievable thing that's ever happened. Like, of course. Like the whole time, I'm like, I was like sitting at my desk watching TV. Like, yeah, like, of course this was happening. But it's so absurd that you're like. Why is this normal? You know what I mean? Well, yeah. because because it's 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 a scam, right? It's it's scam work. Um, when you scam people, what you do, I've done a lot of research on scams because my sister got scammed once and I've like learned a lot about it. It's really a big issue in this. It's a huge issue in this country. Nobody talks about uh, like I think it's almost 10 percent of Americans get scammed at some point in their life. Dude, when I and, was uh, like. Probably 19 in college, I fell for the old 
this guy bought a thing off Craigslist, mailed me a check, and I don't know, it takes three weeks for a check to clear or whatever, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Luckily, I'm, I was an idiot and didn't mail the thing out for three weeks because I was just lazy. <laughs> but I like already went and bought like a stereo system for my car and shit, mm -hmm. and I was just like, oh, fuck, you know? Yep. No, they it, I was it like, why is he buying my computer for two thousand dollars more than it's worth? I don't know. It must <laughs> yep. be a good luck. You know? <laughs> it must be great. Yeah. Wow. I guess I caught caught a break once for once. That's well, what they the would you find in your. Re yeah. What do you find? So so the thing a scam will do right yeah. is there. It's basically the two prong thing, which is they want to isolate you and they want to scare you. That's that's the keys, right? Particularly like an IRS scam, anything like that. They're going to get you on the phone and they're going to be like the first thing they're going to do is going to be like you're in huge trouble with the IRS police are going to come and arrest you if you don't do this. This is just the IRS one, but this is the most one, right? Scare yeah. you. The I get next those calls gonna, once in a while, yeah. Yep. The next thing they're going to say, if you go for that at all, they're going to say, if you talk to, now listen, if you talk to anybody, we also have to arrest you because, you know, we're trying to deal with this right now, and they isolate you, right? They're going to try to isolate you for as long as possible. It's what they, I don't know if anybody listened to this um, um, OneCoin uh, podcast yeah. about this, like, it's basically like a fake Bitcoin that was worth billions and billions of dollars and had literally no value. Um, wow. And it scammed most of, mostly Europe and Africa got scammed by this lady out of billions of dollars collectively. Um, and the key that they would do is they'd say, anybody who said otherwise about this thing, they're haters. It's all about haters. They, they just don't get it. You know, and they're trying to stop you from succeeding. It's isolation and fear. They're trying to take your money. You bought all these coins. They're trying to take your money. You don't want to lose your money, right? And that's why, and it's isolation and fear, isolation and fear. So what Trump did really well is he isolated and he scared, right? In various forms of Democrats are trying to kill you. They're trying to, you know, it's whatever, blah, 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 blah. And also like, it's isolation. Don't trust the anyone news. who isn't with you is an enemy. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. It's all fake news. It's all them trying to stop you. And when you do that to people, people who believe it will really believe it. The people who stormed the Capitol, I am very much like, those are probably very good people. We would talk to them on the street. We'd have no issue with those people in their minds. They were genuinely trying to save the country. Yeah. Like, with the information they lives. had, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the information There's a couple they had, they polls were like, like that that are like uh, sixty percent of Republicans still believe that uh, although they went too far, they had a good reason or what you know whatever that poll is, a hundred percent. And by the way, that's going to be true for years. Like I remember, like a day after Trump got out of office, somebody came out and they were like, "Still, people believe he won." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's been a day. It's going to take a while to, you know." Because the only way to stop a scam, like the only way to stop the IRS scam is to get whoever's being scammed and be like, hang up the phone, see if the cops come. Yeah. Right. Watch what happens. They're not going to. It's the only way to stop. You want to, you, you know, you think this coin works. Try to try to try to get it out. Try to withdraw. Try to use it. Yeah. 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 Yep. Try to use it. That's the only way you can stop somebody. So as time progresses and we're not being swallowed into communism and uh, we're not murdering babies and whatever else is going on in their mind. Right. As we slowly do that, people will slowly be like, wait a second. But they told us we were told that, wait, but hang on. And all, and all of a sudden it comes down and it, it'll lower. But it's a yeah. it's a scam. It's a scam situation. Everybody kept talking about him longer. like he's a politician. He's like, it's, it's just scamming. It's scam. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that. OK, so that brings up an interesting uh, uh, thing that happened to me this week uh that i don't think is a scam i think it's just a big mistake but uh eventbrite sent me a w9 
uh, and I hadn't opened it. I just opened it and was going to send it off to my accountants. And uh, <laughs> they had detailed on the W-9 that they gave me, uh, paid out $336,000 to me in 2020. And they had it detailed month by month. And it's a W-9 as far as I can tell. Everything's accurate on it. Their TIN, their TIN, my social security number, everything. Uh, except their phone, the phone number on the document is wrong. The phone number goes to some, hey, press one if you'd like to subscribe to a this or a that. And oh, nope, you don't want that. All right, how about press nine if you want to buy a new this? But hmm. I Googled that number and it, it is, it used to be an Eventbrite number. It's an old Eventbrite number. So, so Eventbrite sent you, this to is quite, out what this the, is a pickle. what's going on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're, I mean. They could pay me $336,000. That'd be, I'll pay, <laughs> I'll pay taxes on that happily. <laughs> I mean, I, I got that. be the end result. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst feeling is, it's like right now I, in my head, I'm like, I got bad news. This is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> this is going to be a nightmare for you. Yeah, because I'm be worried about it. Because well, you already got you audited a- uh, two years ago, too. So Did you? Oh, yeah, buddy. 2017. You wrote off too much? I actually, they were wrong. For a hobbyist. And, uh, as it turned out. Uh, well, it was a change from being a teacher full-time and making, like, you know, I'm my my district paid the most in the state, whatever. Like It was like 80000 and now I make nothing. and took a loss on a business. And they're like, well, how is that? how are you alive? You know, how's that possible that you taught and now you don't anymore and you're alive? Like, I don't, (laughs) it doesn't make sense. Anyway, so there's a big, so 2017, they audited, they were like, ah, this is just a hobby. And I was like, well, yeah, a lot of audience members agree with you, but uh, can we, uh..." (laughs) so uh, I fought it with a little, I I hired a lawyer and a a new accountant and they went to bat and they said, they were like, look, they don't, this auditor does not want to speak to a lawyer. They don't want litigation. They just want mm-hmm. you to go, hey, send. 100%. You know. And um, so lawyer wrote up a whole long thing. She wrote a six part. She said, there are nine things that constitute a business. He 100% qualifies in seven of these categories. And he only really needs to qualify in one of them. Uh, and then I detailed, I think they looked at it like I was just traveling around the country doing open mics. And right. uh, so it's not I, even that I detailed it, it, what I actually did, plus the lawyer, plus she caved. The auditor was like, ah, yeah, you're totally a business. Yeah. In fact, we owe you. They paid me seven hundred dollars. They wanted forty five hundred. And they paid me seven hundred because they let's, had gotten let's a couple go. things wrong. Yeah. Anyway, that's great. Um, yeah, but that's going to be a nightmare because if you just got a W-9, that means they already probably sent that to the government. Right. They sent so, the address, so they're going to have to uh, fully fix that or pay you. <laughs> or- yeah. And I do. How hard are they going to work? And there's just no way like Eventbrite's one of those companies, like maybe every company now, but that they don't, there's no phone lines. There's no, but you can't speak no, it's to gonna you. Be, there's impossible. It's going to be, you, man. it's going to so be hell my, on earth. Yeah. My, uh, we'll see my, uh, yeah, I think it will be a pain, but uh, <laughs> my accountant was like, I want you to tweet at the CEO and CFO every other day. And uh, that, you know, already kind of worked sort of. Uh, oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I, I won't say who I'm in a fight with <laughs> Delta, <laughs> but, it's a, but it's a, but it's a comp, but it's a company that I 
genuinely like do a lot with and I work with. Okay. And it's not Don't Tell Comedy. Uh, yeah. And uh, it sounds like Don't Tell. Um, but um, they're doing something to me that's like not fair. And I literally called them up and I was like, to be clear, if you were any other company, the way I deal with this, slash the way everybody I know who does our job, because we have no benefits to this job, but the one benefit I have is that if I tweet about you, shit will happen. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll pick it up. That's right. what I do when a company treats me wrong. I tweet the exact facts of the situation. And I was like, and for this situation I'm in, I'm like, if I tweeted the exact facts, I would not change one detail. I tweet those out. I'm going to get five, you know, a bunch of people going to be like, that's insane. Your social media person whose entire job is to put out flames like this will immediately contact me whoa, 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 and we'll take yeah. care of this. And I was like, but you're a organization that I believe in. So I don't want to do that. So please don't make me please. Right. I'm begging you. Don't make right. me tweet about you, please. It was literally a part of the discussion. I'd be like, That's please. Interesting. How did they like go? Uh, yeah, we'll work on it. Or are they like, whatever? We're still in the midst of it, still but they, they understood, but, but they understood they, they, yeah. they were like, they were like, I think they appreciated the fact that I was like, look, this is what I would do. I don't yeah. want to do that. Like I'm being as honest as I can with you. That is how I handle, you know, time Warner decides yeah. to fuck with me. Yeah. I tweet at them within seconds. I was DM from a social media person being like, I am so sorry. I'm going to, I'm going to give you, I'm a, someone's going to call you right now. Yeah. Like we take care of this. I feel like right if now. I threatened to tweet about a company, they'd be like, you got six followers. We're fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's we'll not see. true. You have a lot of followers, young man. I know I have a few, but uh, come know. on, buddy. Don't put, don't sell yourself come short. On. Come on. <laughs> this isn't the monologue section. Bombs. This can't, No, this isn't the banana peels thing. I won't let you tell lies here. Uh, you got to tell truths. <laughs> uh, I'm a huge truths guy. You know, I don't say anything yeah. on stage. I don't believe. Um, that's a really? Tommy, is that that's a, a Tommy uh, John again? Uh, that's a Tommy John again thing. That, is that true? He's huge. I love it. I, on uh, not just what believe, but he literally will not tell a lie on stage. So he has become the master of the hypothetical scenario because he <laughs> he will foray into like yeah. Instead of just saying, and then I said, if he didn't say it, he ain't saying it on stage. So he'll go That's i didn't so know if i was supposed to say so he'll say oh. phrases like that and then now it's hypothetical and anything can be so yeah. i anyway. yeah. that's very interesting yeah i will exaggerate and i will certainly add my actual thing is more about beliefs like i won't say anything i don't believe like mm-hmm. my thing and this is i have to give this speech at college is a lot is I'm always like, I won't say anything up here that if you come up to me afterwards and you're like, I disagreed, I'll be like, but I was joking. That's never going to be my response. My response is, I believe that and we can have a conversation about it. But I promise you, the one thing I will not do is just say something and then go, joking, I won't do that to you. And uh, that gets me out of a lot of colleges tend to, kids get that, tends to work out. (laughs) That's really good at colleges. I I think that, uh, I think Steve wrote up an article on one of his... uh, offset or one of his articles about that because i remember reading like yeah that's a good that's that really helps you after shows because you just go well mm-hmm. i actually i have no problem yeah. with that joke i'm comfortable with saying it i believe it and i'll debate you i mean there's times people have been it. yeah yeah there's times people i'm like telling this joke right now about like my journey with uh transgender rights and how i got to where i am 
And because of that, I'm, I openly admit, like, I didn't always get it, sure. which I don't think should be a crazy stance. I mean, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't born woke. I had to, like, figure it out. Nobody sure. is like anybody who says otherwise is straight up lying. Right. Um, even like even people who transit who are transitioning or transitioned are like, I didn't know what this was like, yeah. you know, it's like, so how would I? Yeah. Right. So like I didn't. And but like sometimes people will be like, you said that one part and it's like offensive. And I'll be like, well, no. I'm like, it's not actually. I was like, I think I've spoken to someone about like, because that is how, and I'll just like literally talk about it with them. And the thing is most people who, most people are not actually offended, right? It's just like, I don't think you're supposed to say the thing you just said. So I'm upset that you said it better. Yeah. But it's like, if you're just like, no, no, no. Like, why do you think that? Because I think this after like two things back and forth, they're like, this isn't worth it. This isn't what I wanted here. I wanted you yeah, to apologize yeah. or get upset. You're not <laughs> like, you know, like they're yeah, like, yeah. all right, whatever. Like I, that's, that's actually got me a bit of trouble, not trouble, but like, uh, I on TikTok have a bit that's, that did well. And I'm like, that's not my favorite. I don't even know if I really, you know, believe in that fully. And then everybody liked it except for one woman was like, this is uh, kind of sexist. And I was like, I don't think so. I say this and then, and then we're back and forth. And I'm like, she's got a decent point of like the language. And I'm like, this is silly. Why did I? And then I'm like annoyed that that was the bit that did well. <laughs> so I'm like, well, well I should have just not, I should just not. And I don't, I should just didn't do, should not do that bit. Just, but, but if I'm, but, but Corey, if I may compliment you, mm-hmm. what I, uh, what I like about that is, cause I've said this before is there are jokes I've written where somebody's come up to me afterwards and this is the hardest thing to do, I think, as a comic, but I really believe it is important. If somebody comes afterwards and they're like, what you just said was not fair because you said this, 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 blah, blah. And I've gone home and been like, they're right. Right. 100% right. joke did not factor that in. And I've fixed the joke as a result of that. And I've always right. been very grateful. There are certain like comedy rules I go on stage with. And the only reason I have that rule is because I said a joke where I didn't follow that rule. Somebody very accurately afterwards was like, you shouldn't say that. I've been like, why would it? It's cavity. What do you have? Yeah, and then yeah, they've yeah. like explained it to me. And I've been like, yeah, shouldn't say that. Fair. Fair. So I, I don't think it's a bad thing. As long as nobody's getting totally. hurt. It's like, I don't think it's a bad thing if somebody's like, no. Right. And, you know, you're like, yeah, no. And to be fair, like the bit is like, you know, you're, I mean, I was trying to go like, I only have a minute on TikTok. I can't do the whole nuance of, uh, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but then I'm like, just uh yeah i shouldn't have said it was like one phrase that i feel like if i could have and then i'll just change the phrase and yeah and then that's I'll my see. that's my fear with podcasts i do so many like you uh, do yeah. so many podcasts and you're just like spitballing yeah yeah. <laughs> like, right and then all of a sudden i'm like you know and then i like yeah and then i hang up afterwards and i'm like ah, that good <laughs> what i just said that isn't really how i feel i just was like kind of spitballing yeah, Some people will message us and be like, hey, can you take out the part where I uh, made fun of this person? I'm like, it's Daniel I'm bringing my gonna listen to the podcast. You're fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, nobody I bring fine. my I bring my uh, I, I I'm bringing my podcast back soon. And but when I did it, I used to have guests all the time and I would always be like, you got a day to tell me what you want. Totally. And then I had one person who I had to cut an entire segment. On their behalf, I cut it for them. Uh, because nice they you. said something and I was like, you don't want that. You it's are my, a public figure ah, and what you funny. said, you don't want out there. <laughs> and I did. I cut it. 
and I oh, had to, but I did have to say on the podcast, I was like, something happened in the third segment and it's gone. So this third segment's me alone, which is weird, but here we are. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like my other podcast is interviewing strippers and sex workers as a guy who's like, teach me, you know, uh, how we can all be yeah. better customers in your space and how, uh, what, how you're a typical better human customers and, uh, in your space. Yeah. I had to, I had to do that because, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't say I had to, but that's, the direction the podcast took because they're like, well, the, the only reason we want to speak to you on a podcast is so we can humanize uh, us because <laughs> people think we're a bunch of drug addicted, crazy, awful people. So I was like, well, sure. great. So I interviewed them and uh, I've had five ask me to not <laughs> put, put it up at all. Wow. And they are already hard to get those interviews because, you know, hey, come to my hotel room to do a podcast is not very. Uh, uh, not a good pickup line with strippers. Not a good pickup line. Sure, you have a I podcast do think, in your hotel room. <laughs> I do think that's going to be one of the big changes in podcasts. I think we're going to be doing Zoom podcasts for quite some time. That's why I'm releasing season two tomorrow because uh, it's called come Stripper on. Whisper, if anybody listens, because. Uh, I was able to do a bunch of Zoom interviews and I was like, oh, this is way less intrusive. And then now they're reaching out to me, like, please have me on your podcast because I'd like to talk it's about great. stripping in uh, Mexico. Ooh. Here we are. Can't anyway, imagine yeah, that one's interesting. Listen to that one. Alma, she's an interesting gal. She's really Was cool. that the one that uh, had like a murder outside her hotel room or whatever? Yeah. Uh, well, she couldn't get back to her house in time to do the podcast, our first scheduled time, because there was a shooting. <laughs> she's like, hey, uh, can we do next <laughs> no. week instead? I was like, sure. Uh, no, you have to get home. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Like. That's crazy. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's an it. So it's a, uh, it's a fun podcast. But yes, uh, having to. And I can't be the guy that's like, screw you, I'm putting it up, because that would then know who would want to be interviewed by me in the future. Small no, I know, you don't want to, again, my intention, yeah, none of us ever want to hurt anyone with our comedy, right. I don't think. Like, that's never our goal. Like, that's something I think there's like a rumor of like comedians are like, we want it. It's yeah, like, no, yeah, we're yeah, all like, yeah, yeah. I, like nothing makes me sadder than when I tell a joke and somebody's like, that really hurt my feelings. I'm I like, love oh. that part of your special where you're <laughs> like, hey, I don't make fun of you. You sit where <laughs> you sit in front. I'm not going to go oh, look at this guy with the hat. You know, I was man. Great. I missed that opener so much. <laughs> uh, that was my favorite. I loved doing that on the road because it was so nice because it's really how I feel. Puts which them is at like, a calm. Yeah. Oh, crowd would just relax. The amount of relaxation in the first couple of rows when I would say that, I'd be like, I'm not going to pick on you. Just be like, oh, it's also why I loved opening for Steve. Yeah. Because I would. So many Steve clips feature me at the beginning being like, <laughs> I've had so much fun with you guys. I'm about to, by the way, you're about to get in trouble. Cause like, I'll just talk <laughs> over them and not deal with them, but I'll like literally so be funny. like, you, he's not going to like, I don't care. <laughs> he's not going to like you. <laughs> like, I've done that a few times where I'll be like, hey, I'm being nicer than the next guy is going to be. So just yeah, yeah. Please be quiet. Do you yeah. want to end up on YouTube? Because if you do, <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. Fortunately, probably most of them do want to be on YouTube. 100%. He awesome. totally he totally attracts yeah. it. He also, I mean, it's all real. You know, he just, he he's so quick on his feet that he'll just respond to anything that happens. Yeah. In a way that, like, for me, it's not that I won't respond. We let 70% of the stuff go. But Steve, most of the time, every time there's a mouse, he's like, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> what the fuck did you say, mouse? And you're like, oh, it's just a mouse. Mouse owned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fell into my trap. <laughs> That's cheesy. That's so true. Uh, he'll get you. Uh, he'll get you good. So, yeah, no, I'll talk. Oh, I love talking over people. 
Last night I did a show on a rooftop, classic, and uh, <laughs> and uh, there were these girls that were just yappy, and they were doing the thing where they were like getting ahead of your joke. Like they'd be like, sort of like this, and you're like, literally two sentences later. I'm gonna say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But they, but they were sweet. They were into it, right? Yeah. And laughing yeah. really hard. So I just was like, whatever. I kind of worked them in, you know. Like they'd say things, and I'd be like, ah, that's a good point because actually, and like yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, just skip the joke ahead and whatever. I love doing that. Looks like a but red then, suit, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh wow, you got me there. Yeah. But then like Brian Simpson went up at the end. He was like, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, like, I was like 100% partially my doing. I did encourage it, some would say. Right, right. Well, that's, no, I mean, what do you right do? Over. I mean, I do, people always ask, of course, that's the, such a common question, but I'm like, well, I just ignore for as long as I can. And then uh, one, I'll do proximity. That's a teacher term where you walk, like in a classroom, you just walk over to the kid that's talking and stand next to him and teach from there. And they're like, I don't, I can't talk now. So you just do that on mm -hmm. stage. You just walk towards the area. And then I'll do like, uh, what'd you say? What was that? And a lot, a lot of times that'll get them because they're like, I, I, I didn't, I don't want to. And, mm -hmm. and so then I don't have hecklers. <laughs> uh, was, yeah. You know, or almost watched John Doerr the other night. Ah, man, he, <laughs> it was awesome. What happened? But, uh, well, just some, uh, a lot of like, he would, uh, he would start a setup like, oh, I'm from Juneau, Alaska. And somebody, like, I'm from, I live in Juneau for two years. And he's like, great, cool. <laughs> like at one point in the middle of the show, he's like, it is impossible to build any tension in silence <laughs> because there's no fucking silence. And um, uh, yeah, one and then, woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, Dave kind of walked over to uh, <laughs> the owner of the club, kind of like started walking over. And he goes, Dave, 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 I got it. I got it. <laughs> Corey and I were both like, we would have been like, no, 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 go, you go ahead. Oh yes. my God. Nothing makes me happier. Then I'm like, you be the bad guy. Please yeah, yeah, go over yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm always like, I always see it happening. I'm like, uh huh. Yep. He uh -huh, kept uh -huh. being like, I think I can get, I think I can turn this. I think he thought he could get her. No. But like, mm. um, I think one of the, uh, was it at maybe one of the opening comics was like, oh, these bitches are drunk here every single weekend. And he kind of recognized them. And it was like, they're just blacked out and don't know anything. And so. Oh, I think yeah, they see, thought they a, were helping because yeah. he was trying to include them. And he's very crowd worky and kind of goofy anyway. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, I'm he just ordered like a fourth Coors Light or something. He was like, hey, give me two more Bud Lights. It's going to be that kind of show or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he's got four empty bottles of beer on stage going like, oh. and he, think, I think he goes, um, there was two people that he recognized as like fans that like come to see him often. And like every five minutes, he kept being like, hey, you find me after the show. I'll get you tickets to tomorrow. I'm so sorry that you had to watch this show. <laughs> I was like, all right. Funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you could have just kicked those bitches out. But uh... yeah, you could have kicked them out or you could have just like, you know, because my thing, <clears throat> my thing is basically I'll give you. I'll give you every I will give you every way out. I will give you I'll talk over you. Then I'll work you in. Then I'll go, hey, quiet, you know, nicely. Then I'll do like a little bit more stern, like, hey, shush, please, please shush. Like, <laughs> I'm begging you. Like, come on, work with me. Yeah. yeah. And come then on. like, yeah, like I'll literally do. I'll be like, I'll be like, what are we doing? 
What do you want? What what can I do to help you? Because yeah. all I because you see everybody else has got it down. What can I do? And then so I'll do that. It's like I've only gotten like loud a couple of times, but it's like at that point, I'm like, I always start with like, I've given you. <laughs> 200 ways out of this situation. I have tried everything I can. Now I'm upset. What do you want? What do you want your Eckler moment to be? How do you want me to make fun of you? I, I hate I hate this. You made me do this. I like get so mad. <laughs> it never happens. But it's like when it does, I'm like, because I'm just like, I try so hard not to do that to you. Yeah, I tried so hard. I yeah, was yeah. Uh, my my I'm philosophy. Be wise. Um, I'm like a disappointed father where I'm like, come, why? Like, just leave me alone. Yeah. Like, why would you do me this? Too. Yeah, yeah. Why are you doing this to me? Why? What have I done well, to you? You know so much better. I raised you better than this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then you have the it good line a- where you go, the best apology is changed. Oh, yeah. I try to make the- them apologize because I have a line that kills where I go, the best apology is changed behavior. And the audience just goes, oh, fucking no. Oh. Yeah. You want to know my, my built in line? Oh, um, yes. It's like a long rant. Actually, it's a rant. It's classic to anything. I don't have a line, but I do. Uh, <laughs> I do this. I do this thing. Want to know my six minute heckler bit that I do? Truly. It's like I go off because I have like this whole bit because I've That's had to do part it seven. You're going to put out bonus footage of the. Uh... Mm, you know, now that we're recording, now that the new thing is you just record every set and put things on YouTube. Who knows when this bit comes out? But I'll do this thing where I'm like, where I'm like, listen. I am begging you to be quiet. But if you refuse to be quiet, then here's what I want you to do. You need to go buy a ticket to Broadway. You need to act this exact same way in front of them. Because there is this rumor online that comics are mean, right? You see tons of us online being like, shut up. And everybody's like, well, comics are mean. I'm like, no, we're the only art form that has to deal with this. You guys don't do it anywhere else. So I need you to go to Broadway and you heckle them. You heckle Patti LuPone mid-song. You go, that's great. Or whatever, like whatever they'd said. I'm like, you do that to them. Because if you think comics are mean, wait until you deal with actors. They're going to, Alec Baldwin's going to punch you in the face in a broadway and i do this whole rant about it and they always like woo, and then they shut <laughs> yeah, up. yeah that's fine i'm like it's true it's like you only do it to comedians yeah, why are yeah. we the only ones that have to deal with this shit and the answer hamilton is hamilton ever get go oh, come on there wasn't any black guys back then yeah you know what I mean? or just or even put the supportive like but like eh, it's a good song it's like right, shut right. up yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. nobody See, goes we- to shakespeare and they're like do the macbeth one it's like shut up <laughs> <laughs> shut up <laughs> isn't about you uh who was it uh my show years ago someone did uh thing of like hey i'm gonna let you talk i know you want to talk i'm gonna let you talk just i have to do this joke uh and then after this joke you can say whatever you want and this uh, joke is 40 go, minutes this long. next joke is yeah 40 minutes long <laughs> yeah, whole thing. and uh the first time i saw it, i was like that is amazing <laughs> so good <laughs> well uh hopefully we get to d- deal with some of these people at live shows here uh soon uh coming back slow things. baby but you yeah. guys seem like you're opening i mean you're opening for all the big guys you guys well, are you guys have a real who's who and uh, you know you and me lucky. Both. i mean you know we we got a good relationship with the local club so um they'll throw us a bone once in a while it's awesome and he's, he's in a tough spot right now i think of like you know he knows we'll work and he doesn't want to be asking people who are going to get mad at him and then there's a short there's a long list of people in seattle who won't work right now and uh yeah so yeah uh, yeah so no for sure i'm full and uh yeah i'm fully vaxxed so i'm living a very cocky life these days <laughs> well, that's awesome uh it's so good talking to you man it was really fun uh what a pleasure hilarious stuff again it's six parts on youtube and now is it on your 
YouTube channel or 800 pounds YouTube channel? Or... My YouTube. Okay. Uh, Danny Jarl, six parts. It means the world to me if people watch it. Just give it a shot. Yeah. Try part it's one. Really, it's really, yeah. really, 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 really good. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome, man. And uh, 800 um, pounds, they're amazing. I worked them on my album. They're really awesome. Yeah. And, uh, great. They're great. They, I, I can't, and I am <laughs> not naming other companies, but uh, sure. I, they really are, I believe, like, going to revolutionize they're very thoughtful uh i had a deal with them before corona hit actually and then i filmed the thing on my own but it just wasn't good enough quality and uh but now that things are opening back up they've reached out a couple times to be like hey what do you got let's get another recording and uh but then they were like uh it's kind of funny because the guy was like uh Hey, just a heads up, uh, probably don't want a ton of coronavirus jokes on there or like topical. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty aware. Uh, my whole act is useless <laughs> right now. So thanks. <laughs> but I thought so it was funny. nice that they at least like thought of that to be like, hey, just in case you were going to we've seen some of your stuff online. If you're going to keep doing this uh, uh, coronavirus yeah. only material uh, might not work. Um, yeah, it's great. I mean, they're really like. They're great. I can't speak highly enough about them and Don't Tell Comedy. Both are great. And then um, I'll do my final plug, which is Please. I do this on every podcast. Here it comes. But uh, stand-up comedy is like hockey. Um, it is fun to watch on TV, but it's just a different experience live. Um, people do not realize this. People watch a lot of specials at home, and they think they know stand-up, and you don't know stand-up. So if you're listening to this, don't worry about seeing me. Don't worry about seeing Andrew. Don't worry about seeing Corey. It's nice if you do, but don't worry about that. Just go see live stand-up comedy. Look up at your local comedy club and go and see live comedy. I promise you it is the most fun you'll have. You'll have such a good time. You'll get addicted. Just go see live comedy. That's it. That's awesome. It's great. And uh, if it is one of us, you want to see Andrew J. Rivers on all the things. <laughs> Corey Michaelis comedy on all the things and at Danny Jollis on Twitter and all the things. And all the things. D-A-N-N-Y-J-O-L-L-E-S. Thanks so much, man. Really appreciate having you. Uh, bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.